Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the Believe in Giants podcast with Giants legend Carl Banks and broadcaster Bob Papa. Welcome to another edition of Believe in Giants. Bob Papa, along with my man Carl Banks. And um, you, I, you like the little spooky thing I've got going here with it being Halloween on Sunday? Yeah, I see the old motif. I think it's great. How does Max like it? Did he decorate it or did you? Uh, well, Max has decided that he wants to alternate the jerseys. You know, you got little Keenan Allen up top. We got Cooper Cup. Yeah. He's wearing his Devontae Adams jersey right now with thursday night football going on and of course he'll have the giants jerseys ready to go for monday night just got back from his football practice over at weehawken stadium so nice. last one of the year um so carl tall order on monday night despite the fact <clears throat> that the chiefs are struggling a little bit uh you've had a chance to study them uh you know no peppers now that changes the dynamic of this giants defense as well how do, how do they overcome yet another loss of a captain well, the good news is they had uh, they had depth. They had uh, Xavier McKinney, who can flip into just about any role. Um, Julian Love is is another kid that's going to have to factor in a bit. Um, but you know the interesting thing about the Kansas City Chiefs, as I watch their offense, it's almost a check with me offense by the wide receivers. Like, I know that Tyreek Hill is an excellent route runner. I know that um, Kelsey is an excellent route runner. But there are times they'll just run to a spot and just look back and see where the quarterback is. And as soon as the quarterback breaks the pocket, they uncover. It's just, it's, it's not sophisticated, but you see these spectacular plays and they all come after they've, basically gotten into their route. They just sit down. Like sometimes they just run to a spot and they just wait and look back at the quarterback and wherever the quarterback moves, they just uncovers. And um, those are the type of plays that you got to be careful in playing the Chiefs because if you're in a zone defense and someone uncovers and you don't have vision on on him, uh, it's going to burn you. The thing is, Patrick Mahomes scrambling it's not what kills football teams, uh, what kills defenses. He'll get, you know, he'll get a 12 every once in a while. He'll get a seven and slide. He's taking his lump, so he's not going to be that eager just to take off. But what you have to do is have vision on the receivers when the quarterback scrambles, not on the quarterback. Because it, unlike Kyler Murray, You've got to kind of pick your poison because Murray will take off going. There's Max in his helmet. Hey, look at this. No, look, Carl. Look what he got last year for Christmas. This is the nice. one. Old this school. is this is the one that this is the one that you wore. Yes, that's, it is. That's the style. A little darker blue. 
He's Old ready. School Mats. You ready for the game? Boom. He's ready. All well, right. you know, you know, I, listen, Carl, why do you think they're making mistakes that they haven't been making? I mean, Mahomes, they have 17 giveaways, which is five more than the Jets, the Jaguars, and the Texans for worst in the NFL. They got 17. Those teams have 12. And Mahomes has more losses, more interceptions. Uh, and what's the other nugget? Uh, and more giveaways, 11, than he's had in a full season in either each of the last two years. He's done that in seven games. What's what's off with them that the Giants can capitalize? Well, it's not so much what's off with them. It's what they're seeing on the other side of the football. Now, whatever those numbers are saying, if you're an opponent of the Kansas City Chiefs, especially the Giants this week, the one thing you have to continuously remind yourself of as you prepare for their best is that they have championship pedigree. And, you know, if you get them down, if it's one touchdown, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, as Coach Judge said, that's just three possessions for those guys. You know, so uh, what's what's happening with the Kansas City offense is that teams have done their homework, obviously, but they are now focusing more on the receivers than they are the quarterback when the quarterback breaks contain. So when you look back and the quarterback is out of the pocket, you got to keep receivers in front of you. You got to locate receivers and make those one spectacular throws a throw that's now being challenged. And I think that's what teams are having some success doing. But again, they've got a championship coach, Andy Reid, and Eric Bieniemy are two of the most uh, competent play callers in the game today. So I'm sure they're going to make adjustments. And, I, and, and, and Patrick Mahomes has said that it's on him. He needs to do a better job. Yeah, that's what he's supposed to say. But um, if you're the Giants defensively, you just have to make it hard for Kansas City to beat you and force them into mistakes. You can't give up the big ones where Tariq Hill is running backwards waving at your defense because they're you know he's five yards behind them you've got to get in something and number one you got to pressure the quarterback number two uh you got to keep receivers in front of you now offensively they got a pretty good coach over there uh, in coach spags so he'll get that group going and he knows how to create pressure points for an offensive line and I think he's going to press all of those buttons as many times as possible. I wouldn't be shocked if he brought blitzes a high percentage of the time in this game because of the, the offensive line makeup of the Giants. Because they have a lot of replacement offensive linemen in there, he may start to do a lot of different things just so that Daniel Jones can get the ball out of his hands or get pressure and force them into mistakes. Well, one thing we know that they're going to see 
because everybody does it against them. There'll be twists. There'll be all kinds of games. Sure. Which the Giants sure. haven't been great on. And the other thing is, you know, they've got to just, they need to hold up just enough. And Daniel Jones has to be accurate because I'll give you a number because I got the big board is almost complete for this week's game. The big board. Mm-hmm. The big board tells me that through the first seven games, the Chiefs have given up 13 pass plays of over 30 yards this year. 13. Uh, They have eight themselves, eight for five touchdowns, but they've given up 13 and four touchdowns. So there's going to be chances in this game for Slayton. Uh, I think Shepard, if if he doesn't have any setbacks, he should go. Um, A guy like John Ross, you know, as of this taping, we have no idea what's going to happen with Tony or Galladay or Barkley. Um, But they got more than enough guys where – it, they can't miss the big plays when they show up because they're going to have chances to do it. Yeah, they will have opportunities because with blitzes, there there is some some risk in blitzing uh, because your back end, if, if the, the blitzers don't get there and the back end is a step late, it's going to result in a big play. So, um, again, if, if you're the Giants, uh, no drive killing penalties. If it's a, you know, if it's an incomplete pass, let it just be an incomplete pass. Don't let it be a five yard penalty tacked on. You know, you're not penalized for an incompletion or a minimal gain. You're penalizing your offense when you tack on penalties after those types of plays. So <clears throat> make it hard for a team like Kansas City to beat you and then they'll start to press and make some mistakes. That's what you have. That's the type of game the giants have to play until they get uh, their best pieces healthy again. Just don't make the mistakes that hurt yourself. Don't lose track of key players during the course of a game. And coaches call the right type of game, call a defense, like you did last week, they played phenomenal. Uh, call an offense that kept a defense off balance last week. So, look, they they, they have one in a row uh, in terms of everybody being in sync. Let's see if they can do it again. And they got to be able to run the ball some. Um, the Chiefs are 27th in rushing defense. They're 28th in overall defense. Uh, they're – 30th and third downs. I mean, they give up third downs at 48.7 a clip and they don't get a lot of sacks. They're dead last in the NFL in sacks. So, you know, the giants can't let them get right. I'll give you a little nugget here as part of my big board that I just showed you, you know, um, obviously these teams only play once every four years. Uh, The giants have never gone against Patrick Mahomes. Last time they played, it was Alex Smith, but there's one guy on the giants that should be used to the players scheme and everything else from the chiefs. And that's Devonte Booker, you know, because he was with the Raiders yeah. and before that, the Broncos, I, as I was doing some research for the game, he's played 10 games against the chiefs. He's had 61 carries against the chiefs. He's averaging 5.4 a carry against. Them. So he has had some success against Kansas city. He's had some pretty good games against them. Uh, in his career. So the Giants, I guess, I guess that's tied into 
The Giants can't turn it over and allow Mahomes to get a fast break offense going. They've got to be smart with the football, not turn it over and use their run game and exploit just like the Giants did. What I loved about last week's game was the, the Panthers had a young guy at tackle and the Giants exploited the living crap out of it. They exploited yeah. their weakness. So now they got to exploit a weakness this week, and that's the Chiefs' defense, and especially their run defense. Well, the Giants have to resist the urge. If they hit a pass play and they get what they want, they have to resist the urge to get out of balance. Balance is very important in a game like this because if you can eat time off the clock, that also presents challenges in risk-taking uh, for the Chiefs. So if you can you can run the ball uh, and have some balance to your offense and time of possession, it, it tends to work in your favor. What What's something about this game that you can share with our audience that you think is, is, is important in this game that they're not going to hear elsewhere? Because you very cerebral. You were a film guy your whole career. You study it really well. Um, yeah, you got to run the ball. You got to stop the run. We know all those. You can't turn it over. Got to force turnovers. But is there a little Carl Banks wrinkle vision you see in this yeah. game? Um, I would not be afraid of Patrick Mahomes scrambling. I think, again, their receivers are playing check with me football. They get to a space, they turn around and look for the quarterback. And once he's out of the pocket, they uncover. I would play, I would play that game with him and let him run around all he wants as long as I can keep receivers and shifting my defense to keep leverage on all of these receivers because eventually you'll get to Mahomes. He's not a fast guy. He's a really good scrambler. Um, he's a willing scrambler, not necessarily a, a willing runner with the way he's been taking shots. So if you just, if, if you've got, I don't want to call it a picket fence, but if you have a defense that can slide and retract when these receivers move, you're going to have some opportunities to make some plays. And it's not, it's not necessarily a matchup game because that's where they've had their success the last couple of years, finding matchups letting their speed guy run by people or getting their speed guy on top of a safety and just making a safety have to try to cover him. Uh, you stay away from those situations, you're going to have some opportunities on defense. It's just the way it is because the last two years, teams were trying to figure it out. This year, third year, if you give the NFL long enough, they eventually start to find weaknesses in your game. And uh, one of the things that Phil Sims had mentioned uh, is that every time Mahomes scrambles, he's scrambling to find two people. And he's saying there are times where he probably would have been better off staying in the pocket because he had more options available to him, but he scrambled just to try to get the ball to two guys. So that cat's out of the bag. Uh, people know that that's what he does now, right? Um, they're giving him a lot more um, cover two looks, and it's presented some challenges. Now, let's not assume, again, that Andy Reid 
and his staff and Eric Bieniemy are going to settle for allowing teams to do what they want. Like if you're covered too, Jason, I mean, uh, uh, Kelsey can get up the seam better than most tight ends, better than most wide receivers. That's a threat to your two deep coverage, right? There are some things they'll scheme up um, to attack cover two, but you got to be disciplined in it and you got to count on a pass rush. You know, I think you got to have a short memory as a defense. Not that you, not that you don't, especially corners, but look, they're number one in the NFL in third downs on offense. Uh, they're hitting them at 57%, which is a ridiculous number. <clears throat> That's okay. I mean, I think you got to have your, I think you got to be of the mindset of, Hey, they're going to hit us in some of these, but you know, let's make them keep driving the ball as opposed Correct. to, you know, getting all bent out of shape because you gave up a third and eight, which on the season uh, between five and eight yards, they're 14 of 13. They're pretty good. Um, and don't make the next play suddenly a 40 yarder over the top of your head. Right. And that's the thing. Uh, even with the third down completions, if it's third and five, third and eight, don't let it become an eight yard pass that runs after catch for another 40. You just got to make tackles. Uh, if they have to be methodical going down the field again, it, and I, I don't know what the, the data or the science says about this, but I know what football experience tells me. The more teams have to drive the ball down the field, there will be an opportunity for a turnover. Nobody does it perfectly. There's always a little bit of luck on long drives, um, but probably um, before that luck comes, there was oh, a ball that almost got tipped or a quarterback that just barely escaped. So if you if you limit the yards to gain after a first down and just make them keep lining up, playing another play, another play, another play, it could work to your advantage. <clears throat> You got anything that you have on your chest this week or no? No, nah, man, I'm um, I'm pretty zen. I uh, zen. don't zen. have much. I've I've, uh, I've said what I had to say about fandom and um, fans finding their happy place, and people are still trying to um, argue that point. And I'm like, okay, have at it. Some guy just decided he wanted to go directly at Jabril Peppers. And I was like, wow. Uh, I mean, it was just, it was bad. And he was like, oh, he makes millions of dollars. I can curse at him if I want to. And I'm just like, okay, it says more about you than him. So, but it is what it is, you know. Um, again, I don't, I don't uh, tell fans what they should do. I'm just encouraging them to find, find a happy place when there are things to be happy about. I mean, you, you can do whatever you want as a fan um, and your fandom is defined by whatever you think it's defined by. Uh, but like, I just encourage people to, to kind of pierce the cloud of negativity when, uh, when the moment calls for it. 
You know, you mentioned your bro pepper, peppers. I kind of want to finish on this thought. I want to get your take on it. You've been around a lot of coaches and on our other podcast, uh, the Papa bank show, uh, we had Scott Pioli on, we talked about honesty, um, and players respect honesty. And, and you and Scott talked about, um, a conversation that you guys had near the end of your playing days and, and, yeah. and honesty. Um, you know, I, I found it very unique and honest. Um, what Joe Judge said earlier this week when the Giants announced that Jabril Peppers was out for the season with the ruptured ACL plus the high ankle sprain. And Judge Judge could have given it the old attaboy. Uh, you know, we're going to really miss him. He's one of our captains. Um, you know, he's a tremendous leader. But he, like, went, he went a little more in-depth. You know, he said, hey, look. Yeah. I mean, this guy's in the fifth year of his rookie contract. He's in his walk year. I feel horrible about this injury. But he also said something that probably made the, some of the people in the front office cringe because, you know, that's their job. Their job is to play poker face with agents or whatever. Because yeah. I thought when I, when I saw he was going on our, I'm like, you know, I think Jabril Peppers just played his last game as a giant. And then mm -hmm. Coach Judge talked about, you know, what Jabril has given to this program, all the things that he does that are not in a stat sheet for this football team. And then he emphatically, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he said, hey, this is the kind of guy that I want with my in my football program moving forward. Sure. Um, you rarely hear a head coach say that. And I don't think he's lying because why would you say it? You didn't, he didn't need to say that. He wanted to say it. I thought that was pretty unique. You don't normally get that from a guy that gets hurt where a coach actually talks about the guy's contract expiring and the fact that he wants him part of his program moving forward because he represents as a player and a person in that locker room the values that they're looking to have with this team. So there are two, two, two pieces of this, Bob. The most important part of, of what Coach Judge said is that he's good for the program. There are guys that you you consider program program guys. Those are your those are your foundational players. Those are the guys that keep the harmony in your locker room. Those are the guys who know what the coach wants, how the coach teaches, and what the expectations are. Uh, Jabril Peppers is a hard worker. He loves football. Uh, he plays it because he loves it. He happens to make good money doing it. Um, and he's a coachable kid. So those are the types you want to keep around if you can. You know, you see so many players, some, some better than others, who they let go of for, you know, fiscal, fiscal reasons. And sometimes it would be fiscally... Uh, irresponsible to keep some of them, but you knew they were good for your program. I think right now uh, what Coach Judge is trying to do is strike a balance with, hey, Jabril, you're injured. I want you back. I want you on this team. Um, he obviously won't get the type of contract if he were completely healthy walking out the door, um, but He's, and, and I don't think they're asking him to take a, a, 
a hometown discount, but just make, you know, consider where you want it, you know, uh, because that's important right now. Uh, the way the cap uh, maneuvers and, and, you know, players make money and they have to give some back by mid-season. Uh, and then by the end of the season, they're cut. So um, a lot of these things come into play, but I know to be a program guy and have your coach say he wants you is it's the ultimate respect, number one. Um, and then for those who were saying you can't do certain things, well, there are a few things he does really well. And if you look at the safeties around the league, what he has in common is a good tackler, aggressive blitzer, um, and can play coverage, but he plays multiple positions. And he's a return guy. But, you know, everybody seems to focus on, and you hear the same thing, and I'm not comparing the two players, but you hear the same thing about Jamal Adams every time he gets caught up on a wide receiver and the wide receiver beats him, right? Buda Baker, who's playing tonight, um, same thing. Every time he's caught up on a wide receiver, ah, see, you can't cover a wide receiver. Well, it seems to be the theme here, folks, that safeties are not good enough to cover wide receivers, especially top wide receivers in this league. So stop expecting them to. But what you can do, so many other things with them, they become that much more valuable to your, your defense. So, you know, the whole he can't cover thing, well, yeah, he, he's just like most of the top safeties in the league. Uh, and I'm not comparing one to the other, but the one thing they all have in common, you put them on a wide receiver, they struggle. They all struggle. Yeah, and I think uh, just in, in wrapping up this point, <clears throat> I think it also sends a really strong message to the locker room that our coach has our back. And yes. if we buy into everything that he's preaching as far as his program, he's going to have our back because he just he yes. just stepped up to the mic. So I think it I think it, it serves two purposes, but more importantly, it was just refreshingly refreshingly honest. All right, we're back than better than ever. New web interface for the start of the basketball season. More props, odds, lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today and you're going to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code believe B L E A V 50 to receive your bonus basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your va favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage. Amazing offer available for the 2021 season. Bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Carl, I'm looking forward to the trip to Kansas City. Should be fun. Monday night, a lot of hoopla. I tried to pitch ESPN, not that FAN would ever let us do it, but I tried to pitch ESPN on Twitter. You know, they should have you and I as part of the Manning Manning telecast. You could give the defense. Awesome. Because they're so quarterback centric and I love it. But uh, I would love to hear you give the counter argument to Peyton and Eli about, well, yeah, but here's what the defense. That would, that would be fun. That would be fun. <clears throat> All right. Um, safe travels. I know that you were doing a little travel and I was doing a little yeah. traveling myself down in uh, hot Atlanta for that rental car return. Oh my God. It's a mess. Oh, I know. 
get on that train and make those stops convention center hotels this that the other thing (laughs) then you get off and if you're flying if you're not flying delta and you're flying one of the other airlines they close the door so you got to walk all the way around but then if you have clear but then if you have clear pre-check then you got to still wind up on the delta side so you're doing a full lap of the airport i was just there uh wednesday night coming back from the east lake cup so safe uh, have fun with that thing yeah i'll be on it uh first thing tomorrow morning leave some extra time well how do we end it tell a friend tell a friend to tell a friend believe in giants with the great carl banks and bob Popper. we'll check you next week for a chief's giants recap Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.